Hello and welcome to another episode of Here's the Point with Caden Kelly, a podcast where we read books that are self-improvement books, self-help books, financial books, relationship books, all of these things to help improve our health, our wealth, our wisdom, our peace, help us make better decisions, help us understand the world a little bit better, understand ourselves a little bit better, improve the world that we live in, and make improvements everywhere, man. That's, that's, uh, that's what we do here. This podcast keeps us accountable. And we do it once a week. It goes live on Tuesdays. And this podcast is supplementary to my main podcast, Book Club with Caden Kelly. Uh, that those that format's about 60 to 90 minutes, so we go in way more depth on the conversation. This one stays at about 15 minutes. So you get, uh, you get it all in a short run. So if you like the conversation here, go check out this episode on Book Club with Caden Kelly, available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And... Uh, yeah, let's get to it. We only got 15 minutes. So, oh, first first of all, a couple things really fast. Go to my blog, kadenkellysblog.wordpress.com, K-A-I-D-E-N-K-E-L-L-Y-S, blog.wordpress.com. It's got access to the other podcast. I do that one live. It has links to the live. It has entries to my blog. It has my social medias where I post videos and do all the stuff. It's got access to all the stuff. So, and on there, I just created a new thing, uh, a self-improvement worksheet to help us make big improvements in our life in 2023 to help us stick with new year's resolutions and to, to, to do the things that are important to us. And it's for free and you can download it. You go to the web, you go to my blog and there's a link for the self-improvement worksheet and there's a little PDF for you to download. So go check that out. Okay, let's do this. The book that we read last week, it's called Own Your Past, Change Your Future by Dr. John Deloney, a not-so-complicated approach to relationships, mental health, and wellness. And I have another book marking my place for a quote that I'm going to read later. That's why that was there. Uh, Let me tell you about our boy Dr. John Deloney from his bio in the back. Dr. John Deloney is a national best-selling author, mental health, and wellness expert, and host of the Dr. John Deloney Show. He, ho- he holds two PhDs, one in counselor education and supervision, and another in higher education administration. Before joining Ramsey Solutions, John spent two decades working as a senior leader, researcher, and professor at multiple universities. He also spent years working in crisis and emergency response. Now, as a Ramsey personality, he teaches people how to cl- reclaim their lives from the madness of the modern world. This book was written, in, or at least it was published in 2022, so it was basically brand new, and I thought it was pretty corny, but I just recorded the longer episode, and I really liked the conversation. So here, I'm going to go through the highlights and give you give you a quick idea of what this book is all about and the main ideas on how to uh, own your past and change your future. The book is broken down into two parts. Part one is called The Story is the Problem. And part two is called The Story is the Solution. So, uh, and then, yeah, the, so the book is about stories, the stories we tell ourselves, stories that other people tell us, the stories we're born into, um, and, like, that's how we interpret the world. And here's, what he's, here's how it's described in chapter one. This book is about stories, how we understand the world, the things that happen to us, our explanation of our experiences. He said he wrote the book to offer insights to our deepest hurts live better lives, be well, and have incredible relationships. All in all, to write better stories. 
Um, he says in chapter two, there are four types of stories that those stories were born into what others tell us, what actually has happened and what we tell ourselves. And later on, he says that those, that fourth one, what we tell ourselves are the strongest of the four stories or the more influential, the most influential. Uh, let's see. Chapter three, he talks about technology, how technology has isolated us and makes us lonely. Quote, Communication is not connection. Communication is the transfer of information. Connection is the mutual weight bearing of each other's burdens and the celebrating of each other's joys. Close quote. I love that. I love the idea of it because um, uh, especially when you – I'm a victim of using social media as a connection tool and it fucking sucks as a connection tool. Social media and texting and phone calls, they're all video games even, they're all really good to help you like to to convey information, to to communicate. But connection looks so differently. Connection is the uh, uh we read a book, oh, what was it called? Oh, I've got it somewhere close to me, I don't see it though. Missing each other by Edward Brodkin and Ashley Palathra. That book was awesome about loneliness and how to alleviate feelings of loneliness. And um, yeah, like the the best way and really the only way to alleviate loneliness is to get connected. And the way we get to get connected is to we be with people in real life and we look them in the eyes and we engage with them and we share our body language and our facial expressions and we read each other and we ask each other questions and we laugh and we cry and that's connection. And the more we do that, the better we feel and the less lonely we feel. And a lot of this book is about loneliness and the problem that lo- the problems that loneliness cause for us. And we think that social media will fill this void of of uh, loneliness, but it doesn't. In fact, in some ways, it only enhances loneliness or increases loneliness. It makes you feel more isolated. Um, it's it's a. It's just a section from this chapter, loneliness is, but uh, again, I only have so much time, and that's a really important n- note. Chapter four, he starts listing stories that we tell ourselves. I'm sorry, he did this, it started in chapter three, but he continues in chapter four about stories that are out of, are quote, out of balance with our physical, mental, and spiritual bodies. Um, he talks about sleep. He quotes a guy named, or a gal, I don't know, Dr. Walker. Every human function is improved or enhanced with sleep and every known psychological disorder involves impaired sleep so we're not better than sleep we might think that we can get around uh staying up late or not sleeping a lot of hours or not getting high quality sleep we might think that we're better than that but sleep is so important for our well-being so important uh in chapter five he talks about relationships he says that he says Okay, in chapter five, he's talking about how marriage relied on social institutions and loved ones, and now we participate in far fewer of them and rely on our phones and our partner far too much, and it's become much. It's become too much of a burden for them and for us. Like social institutions, like church and like social clubs and political organizations and uh, nights out with friends events we do less of those things because it's 
fun and feels good to stay home and watch Netflix and play video games and not leave the house. And just, like we feel like we're getting away with making connections with people by doing phone calls and social media. And we're not. We're not. We're decreasing our connection with other people when we don't do those things. And when it comes to relationships, uh, like, for example, I talk, I talk a little bit about if you go to work and there's a really hard work thing going on for you and you come home in today's world, we come home and we might, uh, Google how to get over it and, um, you know, how to feel better and what to do in certain situations. But a lot of what I do and what a lot I'm, I know a lot of people do and what he talks about is we vent to just our partner and maybe to our parents, but our partner gets the brunt of what is what we're dealing with in our life. When in the past, other institutions like church and like bowling clubs and like pickleball clubs, going out with other people that you trust and and sharing your burden with them, not just your partner, not just your partner. You need part of connecting with your partner is sharing each other's loads and burdens, but not the the entirety of it. Um, Having other people outside of your outside of your intimate relationship to share your having close friends and close family were essential for to that to enhance the quality of your intimate relationship but we do less of those things now and that's that's the point that he says we think that technology will save us and that not going to church and social institutions make it will make us feel better in the long run but we're missing a really really critical part of of being well really uh, and then, okay, so here's the quote. Uh, ch- chapter 6, um, here's the quote. Here's the hard reality that we don't like to discuss. Sometimes our pain is our fault. It is a result of your poor choices, something you did, something you're doing. And it doesn't matter why you did them. It only matters that you did them. Our pain, that's the quote, close quote. Our pain a lot of the time is our fault. Not all the time. A lot of the time uh, we could be, or some of us are born into really tough circumstances, situations, don't know how to deal with them or cope with them. And it makes our life harder. It makes, it makes making good decisions really, really difficult. But a lot of the situation that we're in in our life is our fault. The way that we deal with stresses and with uh, external forces and with bad bad decisions other people make we like we can domino and we can make one bad decision after another and really start to spiral downwards talk a lot about spirals um i thought that quote was interesting uh there's another quote actually on chapter seven from he quotes another he quotes a psychologist page 116 yeah Psychologist Dan Gilbert explains, if you are like most people, then most then like most people, you don't know you're like most people. The average person doesn't see herself as average. Most students see themselves as more intelligent than the average student. Most business managers see themselves as more competent than the, than the average business manager. And most football players see themselves as having better football sense than their teammates. 90% of motors, motorists consider themselves to be safer than average drivers. And 94% of college professors consider themselves to be better than average teachers. Ironically, the bias toward seeing ourselves as better than average causes us to see ourselves as less biased than average too. 
As one research team concluded, quote, most of us appear to believe that we are more athletic, intelligent, organized, ethical, logical, interesting, fair-minded, and healthy, not to mention more attractive than the average person. Uh, we, uh, we think we, we only experience life through our own eyes and with our own emotions. We only feel our own emotions. And so, you know, we feel like we are, we are the main character to our own story. We are. And, uh, but that it can give us a sense of entitlement and will can influence bad decision making. And instead he talks later on about being able to separate yourself from your thoughts and your actions and look at, look at everything through a lens. It's called distance self-talk and that helps you make better sense of the world around you and your decision making and your feelings. To wrap up part one, he says, you can't change the story of what happened, but you can change the story of what comes after. So if part one is about the stories being our problem, the stories we tell ourselves about the world are the problem, well, we can use those stories to our advantage. And part two is about using those stories as the solution. So um, the step step one to using the stories to as the solution, step one is to own your stories. Own your stories first by being aware of them, the, being aware of how you describe and explain and understand the world, and then accepting that you might contribute to make things worse or that you make things better. Like if you have a if you have a notion that you can't lose weight because of genetics or uh, it, nothing works or X Y and Z. Well, if you want to make changes in your life, you have to first be aware that you're telling yourself that story. Or that other people have told you that story that it's in your genes. You can't lose weight. And then you have to accept that uh, you have either you've made – you have to accept the efforts that you made, whether you didn't try very hard or you could have tried harder or whatever. You have to accept where you're at in order to make changes and improve. No matter uh, – that's that's step one on your story. Step two is to acknowledge them. Yeah. No matter how tragic the events, there is never going back to normal. Instead, be flexible. Create something new for yourself and your family and be open to new experiences. I'm running out of time. Um, I thought that was interesting as well. You'll find more peace and satisfaction being open than clinging to something in the past. Uh, we're creatures seeking habits. I'm sorry. We're Wow. We're creatures seeking habits. We are relationship seeking creatures. Talks more about relationships and alleviating loneliness uh, in the other podcast, I go through steps that he proposes to make friends as an adult, to make meaningful connections. Um, chapter 11, I quote Mo Gadot. M-O is the first name. Last name is G-A-W-D-A-T. They say, so much of your happiness depends not on the conditions of the world around you, but on the thoughts you create about them. When you learn to calmly observe the dialogue and the drama... You can watch your thoughts, knowing the only power they can gain over you is the power you grant them from their book, Solve for Happy, Engineer Your Path to Joy. Um, that's that's more of distance self-talk, uh, distance like distancing your identity. And like the Stoics and the Yogis say that you are not your thoughts and you are not your actions, but you are the thing that observes your actions you're the thing that observes the thoughts that you have and the emotions that this body feels but you as you your identity is not that thing but we feel like it is because that's what we're experiencing right okay uh 
wrap it up with uh, one more quote. Um, quote, you're always doing something, something that moves you closer to the person you want to be or something that moves you away from the person you want to be. You are taking action all day, every day. Not taking action is an action. Doing nothing is an action. Close quote. Every decision we make is either getting us closer to the person we want to be or is bringing, taking us further from that person. And I, and I, I talk about it again in further depth in the other podcasts. Every good decision you make is one step closer to that positive, to that good identity that you want to be. It's a positive spiral going upwards. And every decision that we make that uh, operates against the person that we want to be or the life that we want to live is a downward spiral. And it feels awful. And it's really hard to turn that spiral around, but you have to. And you have to stop making excuses. And yeah, that's all I got to say. I don't have much time, much more time. So if you like this conversation, go find Own Your Past, Change Your Future with Book Club with Kate and Kelly on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can join the, that episode live on Facebook, Twitch, or YouTube. If you go to my blog, you find those links. Follow, subscribe, do the thing. You'll get notified when I go live. It's usually on Mondays. Um, and if you really like this, you want to make improvements to your life, buy the book. Download the book. Dr. John Deloney's Own Your Past, Change Your Future. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for showing up. We come to the podcast for ourselves. We come to learn how to be better people, live better lives, and so that we can improve the quality of the lives for everybody around us. Make the best decisions possible. So keep showing up and keep doing your thing. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.